street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. How was the hike? Pretty good. Yeah? yeah? How far did you go? Do you know about like the wildlife around here? You know, I'm not with the park at all. Okay. Uh, that woman that walked by, I think, is with the trail. Okay. At least she was wearing clothing that the people here usually wear. So yeah. <laughs> I could be way off on that one. Yeah. Uh, nice. Okay, cool. But I, I don't know. Why? Did you see any wildlife? Oh, no. It just no. Was, like this red bug that I was in. Is it, is it this one flying right there? There's like a hornet or something. Yeah. Right up there? Right on the edge of this thing? Yes, that. Yeah, I think that's a hornet. Okay, cool. I'm from California. Yeah. We don't have hornets there. You don't have hornets in California? No, we have like yellow jackets. That's right. Didn't you guys, you guys have trouble with those um, Africanized bees? Yeah. They yeah. suck. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, would you, either of you be interested in doing an interview? About what? I'm practicing this thing called street epistemology. Have you heard of it yet? No. Okay. It's a way of exploring a belief that you think is true by asking questions. So I like to, first we isolate a claim that you think is true. So you might say, like that, that hornet, like how sure, you might ask me this. Yeah. I'm Anthony, by the way. You might say, Jesse. Anthony, Jesse? Hi, what's your name? Elena. Elena, nice mm -hmm. to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, shake hands. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm recording just so you know, and I can, if you, with your permission, I can flip it up. I'll flip it up, but okay. it's your decision. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Were you speaking English? No. No. Russian. <laughs> You're Russian? Yeah. Oh, wow. I speak Russian. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. That must come in handy if you want to communicate something yes. without the other person knowing. <laughs> okay, well, you guys have a leg up on me then. <laughs> All right, so I made a claim that that was a hornet, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If you understood street epistemology, you can question me about it by asking me, well, what is a hornet exactly? Why do you think it's a hornet? What's my main reason why? And then how did I determine that that's a good reason? So I might say, well, when I first moved here 20 years ago, my next door neighbor was into bees. And when I spotted something just like that, he told me that that was a hornet. And I've just always believed it since then. So I've kind of explained, you know, why, why I think that that's a hornet. Um, and you might say, well, uh, if your friend uh, didn't tell you about that, that that was actually a hornet, or if he, if he was mistaken about it, that he misidentified it as a hornet, would you still think that that's a hornet? I, I'd probably say, that's a good question. I think I probably would misidentify it. If he had misidentified it, I'm really going off of what he told me. So I don't actually know for sure that that's a hornet. And I could have actually misled you by telling you that it's a hornet. It might be a, a wasp or something. Yeah. Although I think maybe hornets are a subset of wasps. I don't remember exactly. But anyways, we, we, uh, we figure out a claim that you think is true. So like you think karma is real or that there's a God or that guns should be banned from the public square or something like that. Or you think guns should be op open carry is a good idea. Or maybe you're superstitious. Uh, sometimes people, they think uh, 
if you have like a four leaf clover, it'll protect you from harm and that type of thing. Do you guys have any views like that that we can we can explore? You can't think of anything now? What was your name again? Jesse. Jesse, okay. Did I spell that right? No, I. You know, it, it depends. It depends uh, for your convenience if you want to believe in what you want to believe or you don't want to believe. You know, it depends on situation. <laughs> it's just like psychological, you know? Mm. For example, if, uh, if you're in a hard situation and something, let's say, superstition happens and you want to believe that it would help you in the way that it would help you to calm. I think she raises a good point though. Like, I, what I'm wondering is if I want to believe something is true, mm -hmm. even though I get a benefit from wanting to think that it's true, does it mean that what I think is true is really true? Not necessarily, Jean. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's tricky psychological question. Mm. I don't think I, I personally have a very hard superstition, believe in something flexible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, we do have some superstitions. Like, for example, um, there's this uh, Russian tradition of like sitting before the road. It's called. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before you leave on a trip or something, you sit down for a bit and for one minute. But for a minute, yeah. Very reasonable oh. explanation because if you sit down for a minute before you're leaving, you can think about you probably forgot something <laughs> or you have to do something or come down. Yeah. Something like that. It's practical reason. That sounds like a really useful tradition yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. because yeah I could be sitting like let's say before I came here I took a minute and I sat down it's, I'm in my car in my driveway right I'm just sitting there the radio's off and I'm just thinking about coming out here and talking to people yeah it might dawn on me that I forgot one of my cameras exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. This way, yeah. what I'm wondering though is if I really want something to be true does it make it true simply because I want it to be true I believe in there, like there's objective fact, and like mm. I tend to view things sort of black and white, you know. Hmm. Let's, let's say my neighbor told me, Anthony, if you spot a hornet, you need to catch it, take it home, and light it at midnight, and you'll have good luck for the next forty-eight hours. I would think it, that's not. I true. would first of all, I would go and Google it. <laughs> You'd Google it. If I really wanted it to be true that I would have luck for the next 48 hours if I caught that hornet and burnt it, would I be justified in concluding that it was true? I mean, I'd say like, if you did burn it and you did have like luck for the next 48 hours, mm. I feel like it'd just be like maybe an increased sense of self-confidence or something like that more so than like something supernatural giving you better luck. I think what you're, what you're saying is, if I convinced myself that lighting a hornet on fire at midnight <laughs> and getting good luck for the next 48 hours could actually change my outlook 
and my demeanor and the way that I carry myself in a positive way, it, there's nothing, forgive me if this isn't what you're saying, but I think what you're saying is there's no supernatural component to make sure that I'm going to have good luck for the next 48 hours. Yes. Yeah, okay. but in the future, I would adopt it. I would think that uh, right now it helped me, but if I do it in the future, I don't know, probably it will help me or maybe it just it just just happened once. You know? I, I wouldn't believe in it right away. You know? I, I would adopt it anyway. Would you be willing to test the experiment, like do an experiment on the Hornet? Well, we can, we can make it a little bit more benign if you hate insects. So I'm thinking, uh, let's say, if you happen to find a, a sock on the ground that somebody left, if you, <laughs> if you pick that up and burn that at midnight, you could have good luck. Would you be willing to give it a shot or would you, mm. what, you wouldn't do it? I mean, for me, it's like... <laughs> This is probably just something psychological, but like a sort of a superstition I have, you know, like finding a penny on the ground is good luck. Mm. For me, it seems to do the opposite. I always have bad luck after I find a penny on the ground, and usually the rest of the day is horrible <laughs> for me. I don't know why. Um, it may be just because I like, I think it's probably just because maybe I have like some sort of like outlook on the rest of the day that I am sort of expecting it to be horrible. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. it just like sort of turns out that way because like expectations lead to action and stuff like that oh interesting but, see okay go ahead but like yeah it is a superstition <laughs> that's interesting so if you find a penny on the ground you you pick it up with the expectation that you might actually be getting uh some sort of benefit from it and then when you don't like i don't know over the oh, course no. of the next day for, for me it's not that i'm expecting some sort of benefit mm -hmm. it's that if i find a penny on the ground i'm expecting some sort of like negative outcome because every time i found a penny on the ground it's always led to bad luck I like to bad things happening mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think that there's any correlation between you picking up that penny and the bad things that happen to you Again, I think it might be, it might just be like, it changes my outlook, things lead to yeah. actions, like outlook le leads to actions. Hmm. But also, I th like, I do usually tend to have yeah. bad stuff happen to me. If I, I mean, if something bad would happen, a couple of bad things happen at the, at that day, without finding uh, the spring on the ground, uh, probably he wouldn't pay attention to it. But yeah, since he found exactly. the penny, and it's his focus, on this day how it's gonna be i and, see you know yeah i think i understand let me repeat it back if jesse didn't find a penny all the next day he wouldn't be paying as close attention yes. to what's happening to him mm -hmm. but when he finds a penny and picks it up he's more aware of the events that are occurring yes. mm -hmm. yeah. and then he notices maybe negative things yes and then possibly remembers the penny I, yes. and then maybe is drawing a correlation mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You're not uh, attributing any any supernatural power to the penny. Not as far as I'm aware. Other than it possibly making you more self-aware of yes what's happening to you yeah. the next day. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it coming back to to the mind that it's correlation between penny and bad events happen. So it's two-way event, you know. Yes, I, I think I understand, yeah.
the next time you see a penny, what's going to go through your mind? Probably that I'm going to have bad luck for the rest of the day. You're walking on the trail and you see one on the ground. Yeah. What are you going to do? What what behavior do you think you would embark on if next time you see a penny on the ground? Probably the same. Cause I'm, would I'm, you pick it up? No, I never pick them up. Also, just don't like pennies in general. Yeah, well, they're useless. Oh, <laughs> is, the, is the act of just seeing the penny enough to trigger yes. you to be more aware of what's going on the next day? Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> but it can be reversible because sometimes in, in the past I would have a dream and uh, after this dream something, yeah, bad things happen. But then mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. stopped thinking and correlated this dream with events that would probably come mm -hmm. and it disappeared mm. you know mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. like if you block it and tell to yourself it's not true it just dream it there's nothing about this is the other thing i was getting to yeah. like when i when i was originally saying was that like i, th I think like for me finding the act like the act of finding a penny on the ground sort of puts something in my subconscious that makes yes. me for example like make worse decisions or like Yes, yes, like yes, 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 that's true, too. Mm. Yeah. But again, if you block this uh, connection between event and uh, this thing that happens, it's, mm. it just disappears. I think what you're saying, Elena, is that Jesse is capable of cutting the connection yes, between, between the penny, penny and, the and then uh, noticing event. negative events and drawing mm -hmm, the connection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is this a connection that you want to cut? Probably, that would be nice, yeah. Okay. It, I find a lot it, it of pennies takes, on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> now. Uh, it takes some time and mental work, but mm. it's very possible, yeah. He wants to stop thinking that this is true. Oh, he, he knows what to do. What he should knows, he do? Just, he's smart enough <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah. It just... I, I just forget about it. Think about no penny. <laughs> just forget about it, man. Yeah, you know, pennies right now. If if I would look at any at uh, every penny I find, I would be in a, uh, in infinite trouble. You know. <laughs> you know yeah. it's just something like that. But it's uh, superstition. It's I would say ninety, except some unexplained situation. It's ninety percent psychological. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you very, very much for your time. That was really great. I have a card with, uh, well, that explains street epistemology if you want to learn more about it. I would also like that street yeah. epistemology card. I want to give you a magnet, too. Ooh, thank and you. this is the card. I'm giving you all sorts of stuff. You. Yes, you this are. is my email address. Thank you. Uh -huh. And would you like a magnet also? Uh, no. No? Okay. No, but uh, that was really fun. Uh, that was really interesting. Yeah. And I'm, thank you so much for stopping and talking, too. That was yeah, really great. Do you have any questions for me? What's like the point of street epistemology? Is it to just like question yourself basically? The practitioner sort of brings their own goals, goals to it. Some practitioners might say, I want to find somebody who believes something that's probably not true and help them get rid of that belief. Mm -hmm. Some people say, I want to ask a lot of questions and get them thinking about things so that maybe they find better reasons for the belief or get rid of the belief, ultimately. A big part of it is to um, bring clarity to the beliefs that we have. So like, yeah. like this thing about the penny, I'm hopeful that this conversation has shed a lot more light on that belief that you have. 
yeah. than you've ever had so far. Uh, especially if it's a belief that you, you would prefer not to have. Yeah. I met a woman, uh, this is getting a little bit off the weeds, but she believes in karma that she did something 10 years ago and she keeps getting punished for it. Whenever she dates somebody new, it never works out. And she thinks she's being punished for something bad she did 10 years ago. And she's like, how can I get rid of this belief? So a lot of times people don't want to have these beliefs. They would rather get rid of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, more or less, the, the, the point of asking these questions is to help people think about the belief from a different perspective mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then leave you alone so that you can decide if you want to increase your confidence in the belief being true or decrease your confidence yeah. or just maintain your confidence yeah. that the belief is true. But it's the other little twist to it is the topics that people pick here are very sensitive. Like pennies, not so sensitive maybe. Although I feel bad that you feel, <laughs> feel tortured by it the next day. Um, a lot of people, they think that there's a higher power and that they're gonna go on after they die Typically, when we engage in conversation on those topics, it becomes very heated. We're debating, we're arguing, we're ridiculing. This way of the street epistemology way is when you ask questions, you allow the other person to explain what they believe, why they believe it, and how they're so sure. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be a really effective way of uh, not only bringing clarity to the belief, but uh, potentially lowering their confidence in the belief. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it more, keeping our beliefs more in line with reality. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I totally agree. And again, it's psychological. Yeah. Very much psychological. I, I think there's a psychological component to this, mm -hmm. probably more so than philosophy. Yeah. Sub yeah, how said, he said subconscious. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have a whole bunch of videos on my channel. And if you want to check it out, uh, mm -hmm. if you search for my name, my name is Anthony, yeah. Street mm -hmm. Epistemology Anthony on YouTube, you'll see my channel. Okay. okay. But that was very, very fun. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. How long have you been in, in, in the country? Mm, oh gosh, I came here in 94. 94. And he, he was born here. Ah, ah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Great. Yeah. Well, that's very, that's very cool. Yeah. Would you like a water before you go? Oh, Are you good on water? Thank you. No, okay. Go. Yeah, we got the water bottle. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do some more interviews. Okay. Thank you very much. I hope you look into street epistemology yeah, too. I will. Yeah, okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Bye, Elena. Bye, Jesse. Bye. Can you guys hear me okay? I had to switch my earbuds mid-interview. Hello? I'm wondering if you guys are able to hear me. Hold on one second. Oh, there we go, I can hear you now. Um, are you guys able to hear me? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Anthony, I was curious if that guy would feel the same way if it was a quarter, a dollar, a twenty-dollar bill. Might just become a good thing. Ah. Uh. Let's find him. That's a good question. Hey, 
I had a follow-up question, if you don't mind. Yeah, what's up? Okay. What I'm wondering is, is uh, as you're walking back out to your car, mm -hmm. you spot something on the ground, yeah. and it's a nickel. Yeah. What would go through your mind? Nothing bad. Nothing I'd bad. I'd probably pick it up because I like money. <laughs> You'd pick it up? Yeah. So what is it about the penny that makes you think negative thoughts and any other, any other monetary value? You know, uh, probably because with usually something always associated with pennies. I don't know. It's, I don't know why. Do you mind if, mind if we get his take on yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. For me, it's like I just one day, like, it's not really one day. It was like a sort of longish process where I sort of like every time I had like the worst days, I, it would I would have found a penny on that day and I the same day yes and I wouldn't have really like like the first few times it happened I didn't really make the connection but after it yeah. started happening a lot I sort of started making the connection you know I see what you're saying yeah uh, you f you were you you had a bad day yeah and then you started thinking back like well what happened earlier for some reason and I, you were uh, yeah. you thought about the penny you saw and that happened a couple times and now you've made that link. Yes. So if, uh, if the very first coin that you stumbled across and then later realized you were having a bad day was a nickel, yeah. would you be equally Probably. concerned about nickels yes. on the ground? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Logically speaking, though, it might just be that there's way more pennies on the ground than nickels. Yeah. Because mm. people care about pennies mm. less. You know? That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. What if you discovered a penny that was, uh, you ever see like those, um, those machines that stretch them yeah. and they put like little mm -hmm. zoo animals or something on it? Yeah. If you came across one of those. I'd be cautious. I'd probably pick it up though. Would you expect to have a bad day after stumbling across that? I've never stumbled across one before, mm -hmm. so I wouldn't be sure. What would go through your mind if you did? I'd probably pick it up because, like, hey, cool souvenir, right? But also, <laughs> I'd be cautious. Because at the heart of it, it's still like a penny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those darn pennies. Hmm. Ruining people's lives and such. If you were to find somebody else who had this belief, uh, but they were assigning all this stuff to nickels. Yeah. Not pennies, like yourself. What do you think would be a good question to ask them? S some people like me have it with pennies. Why do you think you have it with nickels? Yeah. What do you think that they would say? Probably a similar thing to what I'm saying. They found a, they kept finding nickels on the ground and it kept leading to bad luck or bad mm -hmm. things happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. interesting isn't it yeah I'm trying to think of another question here for you guys okay, okay. <laughs> what if he changed his behavior how many times before he would change his mind how many times would you have to encounter a penny and have a good day before you would discard the connection between pennies and having bad luck a number of times, more than one, probably more than twice. So for the next three times, you spot a penny and you you end up reflecting back on the day and you're like, that was a pretty damn good day. Yeah. 
that would be your way of severing the connection between the pennies giving you bad luck? Yeah. Okay. Personally, work off a lot of experience. Like, mm-hmm. that's where I got, I guess, like a lot of my knowledge from and stuff like that. So, if I had the kept having the experience of finding a penny on the ground and it giving me good luck mm-hmm. or good things happening to me that day, I would that set of like frame of thought would probably change. You know, I, I feel I feel like I completely <clears throat> understand why you're drawing the connection. Like you have a rotten day, you reflect back on the penny that you saw, or you see a penny and then you may be more aware of what's going on that yeah. day and noticing things. And then I proceed to have that day. Yes. What, what I'm, I, w- I want to understand the mechanics of this. How does spotting a penny, whether you pick it up or not, how does it actually influence what's going to happen that day? How, can it, how does it have the power to affect events and how people are behaving towards you, you, towards you and that type of stuff? I mean, again, I don't think it has an actual, like, supernatural power you know mm-hmm. i think it it just sort of affects my set of mind for some reason yeah i used to be more superstitious than i am now and i guess it's one mm. of those superstitions that hasn't really gone away you know can oh I, can i make a request though yes could we move back a couple yeah i forgot to put sunscreen on today and that's a really good idea <laughs> yeah I'm gonna t- okay so is it conceivable that you have the ability to throttle back or throttle down the weight that you're putting on discovering this penny? Probably. Like, I'm wondering if there's a person who might find a nickel, yeah. and the second she spots it, she runs into her house, she closes the blinds, she turns off the TV, and she gets <laughs> under her blanket under her bed, and she just rides out the rest of the day. That already sounds like a bad day. <laughs> and then again, there might be somebody who spots a nickel, and just kind of laughs at it because I used to really tie these connections yeah. to that thing. Do you have the ability to, who's controlling the lever? Probably me at some level. Hmm. Yeah. This is like this penny thing. Isn't really a thing that I've thought about too much until now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's one of the, the objectives of these talks is, yes, to, is, is to get people thinking about it. All right, so I don't want to overwhelm you with more questions, but that was really a fascinating topic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you again for thank the follow-up, too. Okay, yeah, of course. I'll let you go. Thank you. <laughs> Take thank care. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.